When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy, returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. I need service. Like a refill on your drink? Or some more dipping sauces? No, goobers. I need service on my car. Oh, okay. But I still want to refill on my drink. Well, I'm sure the professionals at Sears Imported Autos can help with that because they literally do everything for you. Yeah, I've heard you mention that. Didn't Colin just take his car into the service department at Sears? He did, and it was amazing. And we've owned a few car brands. We've been to a few places. But the service at Sears was beyond. They gave him a free Mercedes loaner while his car was being worked on. Oh, fancy. Oh, absolutely. And obviously with COVID, safety is so important to the family at Sears. If people request, the service pros at Sears Imported Autos will pick up your car, perform the repairs, clean, disinfect, and get it back to you safe and sound. And I must say it feels so nice and it gives you that great peace of mind. I know some places make it a pain to schedule an appointment. How is it at Sears? So simple. No horrible phone trees. You can schedule an appointment right online at SearsImports.com. No wonder Sears won Best of the Best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. To me, they are fabulous. No, 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 no. Fabulous every day, every year, for over 55 years, serving four generations of customers. And let's just say, very few can say that. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes west of downtown Minneapolis on 394. And online at SearsImports.com. You did me wrong because I let you. Usually I like my situations beneficial. Doing something different. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. It just starts in black and white. And now we're in glorious... Woo! Oh. Oh, wait a minute. Unfortunately, I am in sepia tone today. We don't have enough. No, no. And what's what's worse than most things? A gay and sepia tone. Sepia tone. Not look good, yeah. What's I mean? Either a gay and fluorescent lighting or sepia tone. They're both oh. not the best. Does anyone no. look good in fluorescent lighting? No, that's why I just made this room dark completely yeah. because I'm so washed out. If I don't, it is horrible. Ugh. Why did we ever create fluorescent lighting? Let's discuss that for just a moment before story time with Alexis mm. about a beaver. Why did we mm. ever invent uh, fluorescent lighting? It is. Oh, look at. Oh, oh can, can you just you? Turn yeah. look at that. Oh, wow. Oh, now I have forehead. Now I have shine, and you can see the slime on my glasses. No. 
I don't know. This no, I think you look my hot. Beard is, my beard is extra white. No, Why I think you look hot. It's fast. Halo there. It does. Oh, there's so okay, many things to discuss. Are... Let's go now. Forget yeah. the color fluorescent lighting. Yeah, I... Let's talk about Kenny's hair growth. Um, okay. He... It does grow fast. Dawn is right. It I is like just cut that thing like a month yeah. ago, and it was super short to his yeah. face, and now it's like half as easy top beard again. Yeah, you can Why? easily braid that. Are you putting what fertilizer in it? What I don't understand is why are there so many products to grow hair? But there are no products to slow the growth of hair. Because <laughs> everybody we, wants ah, hair. We, we got Bezos flying people around Mars. <laughs> Can't we slow Bezos. the growth of hair? Let's go here. Uh, well, well, there's waxing and there's. Well, um, you're, you comb it a lot. Laser removal. Maybe you're. Um, maybe you're stimulating the growth. Oh, stimulating. I mean, Lex, yeah. I don't mean to call you out, but mm-hmm. you've been very, I mean, you have half a beard. I mean, you've talked about yeah, it Yeah, I've got years. my three little wispies at the end of my chin that, yeah. uh, yep, mm-hmm. we tweeze those babies out, mm-hmm. shave yeah. it off, something. I, I, Hey, Kenny, develop that product. Yeah. yeah. I'm there. Wow. It's going yeah. on my chinny chin chin. I, Enough I, already with the hair growth. Yeah. I mean, full disclosure. I mean, any guy probably has it. I always had like a little, a little bit of um, a little, shoulder, little hair, shoulder, yeah, yeah, on my shoulder, and it drived me nuts. And I went yeah. to Doctor Beth. Girl, got that lasered right off. I'm like, <laughs> yes. yes, bing, 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 and it's fantastic. And it lasts I take for a nap. months and months. Oh no, it, the laser hair removal lasts forever. Oh, you're doing oh forever. Oh, okay. oh I did laser, girl. I didn't oh, do okay. no oh. I did oh, okay. get out oh. the Star Wars laser beam and yes. laser that shoulder, and it's yeah. fabulous. It is. What about fabulous. other areas? Do you put your feet up in the stirrups and have them go to town, or what do you do? No, there? no, that scares the pajee. I don't. I do not want a laser anywhere near the the sacred place. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. no. That shan't be happening. No, or the no, berries. No, no. Or the berries, hmm. or yes, the blueberries. No, not at all. No. <laughs> um, okay, so we covered Kenny's hair growth. Uh, fluorescent lighting sucks, uh-huh. uh, and now we're going to yeah. go to story time with Alexis for a few minutes because uh, yeah, you got a new book. Oh from my Zen? gosh, you guys! We talked about children's books and ones that we like and don't like. Mm-hmm. And Panda tweeted a- about this book, and I-, I had to immediately order just from the title, and then it came yesterday and. I enjoyed this book probably a hundred times more than Zen did, and he really did like it. Actually, it's called Brenda's Beaver Needs a Barber. Oh, okay. Whoa. Yep. There she has. There's it. the book. There. <laughs> yep. She's showing us the cover. It's a so. woman standing in a city park with a beaver on a leash. Yep. Yeah. Big furry beaver. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you go through this, uh, she she says uh, that. Uh, she has to confess that is soft and sweet. Her beaver is a mess. She goes on. Brenda's beaver's big. Brenda Brenda's beaver's hairy. I don't know if you brag about that. Every guy who's it. seen it, um, no, <laughs> said that Brenda's beaver's scary. Oh. Then she goes to the beach, and she stuffed the furry mound into a swimming suit. <laughs> Stuck all out, all around. It was anything but cute. Are you kidding me? <laughs> some who saw it laughed, and some were just stunned. Brenda's Did beaver Larry was hanging out, right? This soaking up the sun. <laughs> oh. 
And, you know, this is a story about, yes, her hairy beaver, but also about friendship. Because her friend saw this and said, hey, girl, come here. We need to talk. She says, I don't need to be rude, but your beaver needs a makeover. And it really needs it now. So the friends take out some scissors and some wax. Friends? Uh-huh. She has a biker friend named Kim. This is really too... Bye, Kitty. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is a kid's book about a pet beaver. Yep. And she has a biker... There's a biker chick in the kid's book? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. There is is a biker chick. Yeah, you see her? I mean, no one's wearing any clothes. Look at those friends. They got on tube tops. Yeah, they were just at the beach, you know? So okay. um, Whoa, look at those... Yeah, tiny shorts. Booties. Booties. Like what wore at the VMAs a couple days ago. <laughs> yep. So Kim and uh, let's see. Oh, Savannah, she showed her her beaver, and her beaver had a nice landing patch. See that one? Oh, look at Looks that. Looks like a little mohawk. Oh. And then her other friend Chrissy, hers is bear. Her beaver is oh. Brazilian. Oh. And so they go to town. The breed of animal. <laughs> right. On. Her beaver. Yeah. And do some trim and trim trim. Look at how cool this beaver looks now on the bench. Look at that. Oh, wearing sunglasses. Uh-huh. Little oh, hard. Read the caption under there. It was what? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, her beaver was so tiny. They couldn't believe their eyes. It was smooth and it was shiny. It was hard to recognize. <laughs> now Brenda is so proud. It seems like every time we see her, she's in the center of a crowd. Just showing off her beaver. <laughs> Does the her beaver have a name? And no, it's just nope, like that. Just it's like dog on Walking Dead. It's no. just beaver. It's just beaver. <laughs> no name. <laughs> no name. Now that was just highlights of this story. There's much oh, more. This is the no, Lex. That was the uh, abridged version. That was that the abridged was, version. Yep. <laughs> just flipping through quickly, just giving you a flavor of what you're going to get from Brenda's beaver needs. Do a not beat say barber. flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Now this is um this is th- these books are called reach around books reacharoundbooks.com okay this is part That's of fantastic. this second series Kenny of books here's oh. some of the other books and there's a special one just for you Jason Oh I know Phil is sending me the I Phil reads these go ahead go okay, ahead so, um, oh, Okay so um so we have Lucy Lickapotopus goes down <laughs> south <laughs> Who will help Jack off the horse? (laughs) Peter pitched a tent. (laughs) And uh, Jace, this is just for you, your husband, and Jason to Russia. Oh. Jiggle wiggle, tickle pickle. Oh, I'm sending that to Jason to Russia immediately. Lex, I need I need the info on these books. Oh. I love this. Oh, you know, oh, when you get a book fun. like this that j- the adult enjoys even more. Yeah. It's just it's fantastic. There's a there's a couple other ones that we have. Uh, Go the F to sleep. That's pretty funny. Sleep. Um, <laughs> um one of our favorite my talkers, Lee, on Twitter, just sent the four of us. She goes, "I just turned on my talkers, and what the hell is going on?" There, Lex is reading about beavers, and then she put a gif. She put a gif from How to Get Away with Murder with yeah. her walking off with her purse, just leaving, just leaving. <laughs> it is coming up oh, on. Oh uh, man, Whew, that was so good. good. Add Fab if you're looking for fun books. There you go.
There we go. When we come back, American Crime Story impeachment next. Remember the Jetsons when Judy Jetson would call up her dentist on a video screen? I wanted to be Judy. Of course you did. Well, that's good news because you can be Judy, kinda, with Amy. Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental now offers a free video consult. My dream come true. All kidding aside... How does that work? Go to Hughes-Dental.com and request a free video consult today. Get your questions answered in three easy steps. Upload a picture of your smile. Receive a private video message from Dr. Amy with an action plan. Look it over, and then you can schedule your in-person visit with Dr. Amy. That's so easy. Easy and so important. A smile means so much to folks, and this is a great way to see if a smile makeover is right for you. And there is nobody better than Dr. Amy. She's had years and years and years of experience. That is the reason why I call her the Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. She sure is. She's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists in the state. To see before and after photos of actual patients, go to their website, Hughes-Dental.com. And also don't forget to follow them on Instagram to learn more about their staff and to see the latest happenings from our family at Hughes Dental. And when you call to make your appointment, don't forget to tell them you heard about Hughes Dental from my talk. Clearly in Hollywood, land on the screen. You just need a better life. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Kmart. Dollar Day. Slashed prices. Kmart price. On hundreds, hundreds of items throughout the store. Your savings store. Extra savings. Kmart. Savings. In every department during Dollar Day. Dollar Day. At Kmart. Check your newspaper supplement for the prices. And save. Save during Dollar Day. Dollar Day. Now through Saturday. At Kmart. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. <laughs> Welcome back to Dollar Days here on so My Talk weird. 1071. Who decided that was a good idea? Yeah, again. It's an ad uh, from 1980 for Kmart Dollar Days. Dollar Days. I guess it's memorable. Mm hmm. Sure is. <laughs> It's Wednesday, September 15th, uh, 2021. Welcome back, uh, friends. Thanks for hanging with us this morning as you make your way to work on the 694, 394, 280, 35E, 35W, Highway 100, 280, wherever you are. I got yeah. all the major ones in it. I think so. 62. Try to, list, uh, try to list all the river crossings like I did earlier. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
here today. Yeah, he missed oh, three or that. four. He was very <laughs> mad at I, himself. I, yeah, oh. I, I missed a bunch. Oh, Kenny, what's wrong with you? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can do all the river amateur. crossings. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I yeah. Anyway, um, um <laughs> can you, Lex? Uh, uh-uh. no. No, I can't either. Yeah, let's, let's not, not go down yeah, that like, road. Uh, let's not. Yeah, we'll be here all day. The Stone day. Arch Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> That's all New I topic. got. <laughs> there we go, Lex. You won. Uh, American Crime Story impeachment uh, on FX and Hulu. It's so confusing the marketing, but anyway. Uh, had its second episode, and did did both of you watch? Don Lex, did both of you? I watch? didn't watch the second one. No, Don. Don, did. did you? I you did, did, and I was in my. Uh, I was disappointed that it. I was like, this is supposed to be over at ten, and it went on till ten thirty, and I'm like, I I'm. Yeah. I have to go to sleep. The I, first episode was one hour. Yep. What are they doing I, to us? <laughs> I know. I saw that in the guide. I'm like, guys, no, 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 no. That's like a movie. Don't, don't do, do that. that. I, I'm loving this, but don't. We come on. Uh, modern audiences can't take that <laughs> seriously. It, I mean, I'm not even and joking. And now I'm wondering if they're all going to be an hour and a half, and they're all going to start at 9 p.m. Central. Because I'm like, yeah. I might just have to watch it the next day. Yep. Yeah. yeah that's, I know that I, that I shouldn't be that. the yeah. lead of us talking about this. <laughs> no, but, but well, if I, you're, yeah, if you're thinking it's an hour, it's not. Yeah. No. What did you so think though? Yeah. What is what is your lead? Because I know we are. I loved episode one. I think we mm-hmm. all did. What are you thinking, Don? Oh, you really see um, Monica's infatuation with Bill Clinton and her obsession with him, which would be understandable. You know, you really see this young girl just having the biggest crush on the <laughs> the most powerful man in the world. Um, and I don't think any of us could blame her for that. You know, you just, it's like puppy love, a crush that you have, and he's giving into it and making eye contact with her at every event. And, you know, then she gets a chance to meet him and, you know, just, mm, just doesn't make him look very good, you know? Uh, and then Linda Tripp in her, Boy, just really being down in her life and then realizing her opportunity to get close to Monica. I mean, this was a long game she was playing, you know, because she realized she would never be back in the White House again. You know, they didn't trust her after um, the man she was working for um, wasn't there anymore. Vince Foster. Yep. Vince Foster. Uh, So, you know... It was just sort of like she knew that she was never going to get back into that place and she needed to make a name for herself. So you see her getting closer and closer to Monica. We're really delving into the depths of um, her deception. And why she's there, too. I just thought, you know, I just think the acting is really great. I think they're doing a great job. I mean, just wow. You just Beanie Feldstein is just doing such an amazing job showing that like naivete of Monica. Because we just all were like that woman, you know, it's like she's a kid, basically. Yeah. I mean, think you're 21. If you have a 21-year-old kid. And I think it's pretty, though, it's a dramatization. I think it's pretty accurate because I watched Savannah Guthrie's entire interview with Monica. It was about nine minutes uh, a week ago, Mm -hmm. a week and a half ago. And Monica said, look, um, and this was an answer to the question of how much is it real, blah, blah, blah. And Monica's a producer of my talkers, if you don't know. And Monica said, look, I I told the producers to not steer away from the embarrassing aspects of me being in my 20s. 
She yeah. goes, I cringe. She goes, but I didn't allow my uncomfortableness to cloud the story. Yeah. She goes, because this is what I was like. And I think there are a lot of men and women. We do dumb things in our early 20s. I mean, oh, my gosh. You know, Oh, uh, yeah. You're 21 and you're yeah. in the White House and Bill Clinton is flirting with you. I mean, if you don't remember at the time, every woman was sort of crushing on Bill Clinton. He was oh, very charismatic. Yes. I mean, we're like, ooh, and, you know, it's just like nothing that you would take seriously. But she's in the position to act upon it. And he's flirting with her and finding ways for her. And she's just obsessed. She doesn't go anywhere. She just stays home waiting for his phone calls for 30 days. You know, it's just. Oh, and then we see Judith Light. She makes her way into the story. Um, She is helping. uh, she She plays a woman who is a feminist for conservative women. And she starts working with Paula Jones. It's also, there's a three-part story here. It's all about mm-hmm. um, the roles that women played in this story. Uh, so, you know, she got a hold of her and the real manipulation of Paula Jones. And, you know, uh, she's just not the brightest star out there as no. far as um, she was very naive as well. And being manipulated by people who really just were trying to take Clinton down and they would use any measure they could. Yeah, let's well, the take real a break. Paula Jones is not happy. I, I was uh-huh. going to say, let's take uh-uh. a break. Paula Jones is reacting to this. Lex has that. Uh, and plus, you know, we'll, we'll put Would You Rather on the shelf and we'll, we'll turn the dial then and laugh a little bit more with some great clips from Norm MacDonald um, to remember him. So we'll take a break. We'll be back with more after this. Jason and Don, did either of you know that St. Mary's University has a bachelor in science degree in applied psychology now? You mean St. Mary's University right here in the Twin Cities? Yes, I did hear that. And it's fully online, too. So it's a great option for busy working adults. There's such a demand for careers in counseling, social services, school psychology, and human resources that a degree in applied psychology can provide the foundational knowledge needed. The best part is that this is a degree completion program, meaning you can transfer past credits. Also, you can earn college credit using work and life experience. And you can complete this program in as few as two years. So cool. I've heard great things about St. Mary's University. Their faculty and staff really become your allies on your educational journey. They are there and want you to succeed. How can someone learn more? Just go to smumn.edu or enter my talk keyword St. Mary's. We will continue to look back and laugh at the career of Norm MacDonald. Coming up in just a little bit. Welcome back to the show, though. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk. Hope y'all are having a really good morning. Thanks for letting us share a little bit of it with you. We're talking, wrapping up our conversation on American crime story impeachment on FX with the great Sarah Paulson um, as Linda Tripp. Just a great cast. Um, and, And Dawn perfectly laid out the table there it's really about fundamentally not about billy boy it's about three women on the edge of power uh, on the edge of ultimate power and, and what happens when power corrupts and it seeps into the lives of these three women pretty uh, un extraordinary women they're just ordinary women and one of them is paula jones who if you live through the 90s that name rings familiar she was one of the women uh uh, that had a um, a sex scandal with with Bill with President Clinton and Lex. You said the real Paula Jones oh. is not pleased with the no, show. No, she is 
very upset with the her portrayal. She said she wasn't even asked about the project before they did it. She says that it's inaccurate and almost cartoonish. And she talked specifically about a scene which her husband, who is an aspiring actor, he asked for a role on a TV show amid the lawsuit. Designing mm-hmm. women. Yep. And she says that is far from the truth. No one contacted her about the series. And she wants to know, like, how can they even portray someone so inaccurately without even calling them? So she's not happy hmm. <laughs> about how things are going. Um, but I wonder if, like, because Monica, I know she's a producer on the show, too, but she's just like, this is the truth. Let it out. If Paula's not there. I, I w- Obviously, I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. And I think Paula, what's funny about it is, and Dawn, I don't know, and, and Dawn has just watched the second episode. I have yet to. But even in the first episode, I have to say, though she comes across as, rather bluntly, not the brightest bulb on the Christmas tree, I found myself thinking of her as a sympathetic figure. Absolutely, I thought of Paula Jones much different than I did when I lived through the headlines. Dawn, did you find that even in the second episode? Yes, because obviously there are more people in play here. She has high-profile lawyers now who are trying to get Bill Clinton impeached. So they are powerful people. And then you have Judith Light's character coming in almost as a secondary figure to to um, she has her own agenda mm-hmm. and she's just being pulled in different directions. And, you know, now they have stars being in their used. eyes, you know, mm-hmm. so I can see yeah. how she would be mad because that character really is. Be, it, it is very cartoonish the way it's being portrayed. I do like have a real bump, yeah. I have a real interview with Paula Jones if you want to hear remember what her voice sounds like absolutely yeah. okay and he told me that uh he used the word bill would like to meet with you up in this room number and my response was well why does he want to see me and mr ferguson said it's okay we do this all the time what did you take that to mean I don't know. I was very excited the governor wanted to see me. I, I mean, that's pretty dead I, on. Okay, I, I yeah. was just going to say... I'm sorry, Don. I didn't mean to... I To yeah. play devil's advocate? Yeah. I, I'm sorry, Paula, but the actress... Forgive me, I don't remember her name right off the top of my head. Oh, Annalee Ashford. She's pretty dead on, guys. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's... Paula Jones... Again, I ask, I'm not being blunt uh, to be rude or crass. Paula Jones was kind of a cartoon character. I mean, she kind of was. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I. She's just like, I'm just a little old girl from Arkansas, and I don't yes. even know why he'd want to see me. And I yeah. said no when he asked me to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very like deer in headlights. Um, I know the actress has a prosthetic nose, and mm-hmm. since then, Paula Jones has had a nose job. That might bother her. Oh, yeah. I mean, because it's a dramatically different nose. Yeah. Well, and and then to go on the other side, you know, to defend or to see her point of view. Um, you know what it's like? This isn't a perfect analogy. When folks, not the four of us, because we're lucky to have the job we have. But when folks like my husband hear his own voice 
mm-hmm. like in a recording or something, he hates it. Yeah, and it's oh, a really? visceral, it's a visceral reaction. I know a lot of people like that. They don't like yeah. to hear themselves in recordings. They don't like to. I've interviewed Pope. So maybe it's like that where, you know, we obviously can't feel like she does because she's seeing the worst part of herself amplified. Right. It's like what everyone was talking about that apparently she didn't get the memo back then. Yeah. She didn't see herself that way. And now Mm -hmm. she's seeing herself portrayed on TV and she's like, well, that's not me. Yeah, it's like, well, but, it uh, kind of was. Is, kind yeah. of was. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if in the second episode, did they get into the lawsuit at all? Or is um, this they're just starting to. Oh, they're okay. just starting to. So they're really working towards, listen, this is bigger than just suing the president. Yeah. And whether or not he can be sued. This whole mm-hmm. thing is coming up because this was the first time, you know, something like this had happened where he's, yeah. the president was being... Uh, sued over something that was a personal act mm-hmm. instead of an act of, you know, yeah. <laughs> something against the country. Yeah, a professional. Yeah, for, a professional doing his act. Job. Yeah, because yeah. that was settled out of court for eight hundred and fifty thousand mm. dollars, and then of course that was because, like you said, it was much bigger than that. Because then Ken Starr took that, uh-huh. went into his financials, then looked into the other accusations about the other affairs. So. Yeah, much, much bigger. I just, the reason I'm laughing is we all have takeaways from different uh, moments. And my my ongoing takeaway from the Clinton, the 90, this era, 98, 97, is my favorite comedian, Louis Black. When he was, he did a rant about this, I believe it's in the White Album, when he's talking about the absurdity of the scandal. And he goes... And remember when Bill was uh, under oath and he was testifying and he he questioned the definition of the word is and yeah. remember that that and I can mm-hmm. all I when I think of the Clinton Lewinsky scandal, all I hear is is Lewis losing his mind going, we're questioning that the word what the word is means. And he goes, <laughs> he knows what it means. And he's going off. And so every time I hear that. <laughs> I, I just every time I think about the the Clinton scandal, I think about the absurdity oh, of yeah, that testimony and yes. Bill's answers. The absurdity of Bill's answers. Of, yeah. well, what What do you mean by is? No, what's the definition <laughs> of is? There's yeah. a really good audio book and paperback book out there by um, a former editor of the New York Times. Um, is I can't rem- remember his name right now. I think it's his last name is Hamill. Anyway, it's called News is a Verb, and it's about how much news changed because of this scandal. Mm. The way broadcasters just would jump on a story and um, not check their sources. This is the first time journalists sort of became sharks and Mm -hmm. how it changed, you know, the history of news and how we, you know, the reverence we had for people looking at both sides and how this blew everything up and it's never been the same. There's two points in the 90s where this happened, not to get too deep on the Jason and Alexis morning show. We'll save that for Kathy Werzer. Um, there's two points, Don. I'm so glad that changed broadcast journalism mm-hmm. in the 90s. And they both happened in the 90s. And that's the O.J. Simpson case mm-hmm. uh, in 94. And then four years, three years later, four years later in the 98, 99, 97 mm-hmm. with the Clinton scandal. It changed. You can see... Uh, you can watch the nightly newses mm-hmm. in the early '80s into the into the late '80s, and the tone is substantially different oh than gosh. when you got to OJ, and then 
Uh, and then once Clinton and the, that happened, it was... They were trying to get the scoop first. Yep. That's yeah, what this trying. is all about. And so yep. reporters would be just, just... They were so competitive over this story that they would just jump on things. And then the even the language that they used oh. was completely ridiculous. Like, whoa, whoa, what do you... You know, this isn't the same kind of news we're used to. So news is entertainment. Yeah. yeah. The big... That's when news stations started titling. You know, they gave titles to everything. Yes. Uh, with a story... The news as entertainment. So uh, we're going to take a break. But before we do, listener rewards are fabulous this month. That's right. You can enter to win one year of a can of pet food or a Yeti cooler, courtesy of AARP. Plus, you can get tickets to Straight No Chaser at the Mystic Lake Showroom. If you haven't signed up for Listener Rewards, we ask you, what the hell are you waiting for? Go to MyTalk1071.com. When we come back, we're going to continue to laugh and remember Norm MacDonald next. Every pure intention ends when the good times start. Welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On this Wednesday, halfway through, holla. Woo-woo, humpity hump. Humpity hump. We're continuing uh, to look back and laugh uh, at the career of Norm MacDonald. You guys saw the headlines yesterday. Shocking. Oh, wow. Real shocking. Um, so young. Yeah. Uh, 61 years old after a nearly uh, decade-long battle with cancer. Um, a private battle. Very. We didn't know about mm, it. I respect no. that. Yeah. I do, too. I, I thought the same thing, Don. Um, we could literally do the rest of the show if we wanted to. There, Kenny was talking about going into the vortex on YouTube of Norm Clips, and I, I kind of did that last night. And we could quite easily spend the next three hours. We could go into Donna and Steve and Colleen and Brett. We could just running clips of Norm and laughing our earth off. Um, I pulled a few... That I found last night that kind of personify and a little kind of encapsulate for maybe younger folks uh, what Norm was really like. He was one of the best talk show guests ever, ever. I don't care what platform. I don't care what show or host. He was one of the best. And here's one of my favorites. Uh, This is Norm MacDonald roasting Carrot Tops movie on Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Oh, God. Um, this is so good. Take a listen to this. Why a movie with Carrot Top? He was great. He did a wonderful job. Do you have a scene where you and him embrace? Yeah, a lot. That's Courtney Thorne Smith from Melrose Place. Oh. It's a making out. <laughs> Nothing but making out. All right. It's like nine and a half weeks, but Carrot Top. <laughs> is it called Nine and a Half Seconds? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like he's premature. You know, what's the movie going to be called? I know what it's going to be called. Yeah, what's that? (laughs) If it's got Carrot Top in it, you know what a good name for it would be? What's that, Norm? Box Office Poison. Oh, my God. Title undetermined at this point. Chairman of the board. Oh. All right. Do something with that, you freak. I, I bet the board is spelled B O R E D. She's trying to promote the movie, and then you've got yeah. him over there just all chaos, <laughs> right, Kenny? Just oh, yeah, he created chaos everywhere and you know, ruffled feathers and made people uncomfortable. Yeah, 
Well, my favorite, and I've been going down this Norm rabbit hole for a couple of years, is other comedians talking about Norm behind his back. Because then you get the true, this is how crazy Norm really is. Mm-hmm. And it's it's brilliant and funny, especially with Spade. Yo. And Spade were really tight. Yeah. I My favorite, because I think all of us, uh, all four of us on the show, two more than others, uh, we like to poke the bear with the bosses. We like to, to just yes. ruffle the feathers of the of the top office. Yes. And I, uh, that's why he got fired. And my favorite, Kenny, I know you. That's right. My favorite aspect of Norm's career is the fact that he was the anchor of Weekend Update on SNL, yes. but he was abruptly yes. fired by a gentleman oh. named Donald Jason. Meyer. Mm-hmm. Jason, that's the top job in oh, comedy. That ever. is the yes. A number one Acme pinnacle of comedy jobs is yeah. that seat. I mean, Chevy and um, Amy Paul. Fuller and Tina Fey. I mean, uh, all the Dennis, people that have sat yeah. there. Dennis, yeah. Dennis Miller. <laughs> so he gets fired, y'all. And this Oops. one we could spend. I could roll. I I have a thirty minute loop mm. uh, of Dennis, or I'm sorry, of Norm Macdonald uh, uh, anchoring. The reason he got fired is he was there for five seasons in SNL, and he was there during the O.J. Simpson trial. And Don Olmeyer was a big wig at NBC and was good friends with OJ and oh. hated. And Norm didn't care and continued oh. to do the Norm worst OJ jokes ever. Like the harshest. Even <laughs> the audience was against him. Yeah. He yes. was he kept being told, stop with the OJ joke, stop. And he would, even if they weren't on the cue card, he had him written on the script on his desk <laughs> and continued to do OJ jokes. And uh he was eventually fired because of that. And that makes me so happy. <laughs> I love that. So the the public, they wanted it, obviously. And, you know, they were laughing. So he wasn't going to bend to somebody's personal relationship. I mean, come on. You think we love him because he had the balls to say it and just go for it. And, I mean, he paid for it. Yeah. Losing his job, but he had oh, a career after that, you know? Yeah. True, right. but in, in that moment, maybe yeah. maybe he knew, you mm-hmm. know, I got other things going. He can <laughs> risk it, but... He he loved Letterman. I pulled our yeah. last clip in this segment. Um, this is Norm's final appearance on The Late Show with David Letterman. Uh, Letterman is a sentimental guy. Norm really isn't either. But Norm think, thought the world of Letterman. So this is the end of his stand-up. And he does one of his favorite Letterman jokes and then says something that makes a grown man cry. I, I've watched this clip about three times. And uh, I loved stand-up. And David Letterman did this joke that I told everybody this joke. I love this joke. It still uh, stays with me as my favorite stand-up joke ever. So I'd like to do it for you if you'd like to hear it. <laughs> This is Norm telling a joke that he heard in a comedy club when he was a teenager that David Letterman performed. He goes, um, I, uh, I, I was on the street the other day and uh, I, uh, I saw a garbage truck and on the back of the garbage truck there was a small sign that said, please do not follow too closely. <laughs> Another of life's simple pleasures ruined by a meddling bureaucracy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> It's so simple. Remember the old days when when Dad would pile the kids in the station wagon and we'd all go out and follow a garbage truck? 
<laughs> so anyways, I'd just like to say, I know that uh, Mr. Letterman is uh, 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 not for the mockish, and uh, he, has, uh, he has no truck for the sentimental, but if something is true, it is not sentimental, and I say in truth, I love you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. David walks over to him. Oh, my God. Very funny, Norm. And thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you. Norm McDonald, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that was very up. sweet, Norm. Norm is crying. And uh, that closed that episode, and he hugged him again. And, and Norm's right. Letterman isn't a very... And he actually instructed all guests, um, the producers did, during the last few weeks. That not a lot of... Dave doesn't... Dave doesn't want a lot of wishy-washy, you know, mushy... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see Norm choking up because Dave meant the world to him. What year um, was that, Jace? That was 2015. So yeah. he d- he did know he had cancer then. Yeah, yeah, mm. probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so he's probably year. get extra sentimental just knowing and you know, yeah. not sharing. One but. more uh, Norm recommendation in 1998, um, ESPN. If this ridiculous rewards show called the ESPYS. And they made the mistake of hiring Norm yes. to host that. Oh, yes. And it was probably one of his greatest, most foul, yes. offensive, amazing performances ever. And he that. has never hosted anything <laughs> like no. that oh my after gosh. that. If they could have hooked him live on TV, they would have. Uh, because it's just one of the most... Uh, obnoxious, wonderful things you'll ever see. Ever. Ever. So, yeah, watch that if you get a chance. When we come back, Alexis is ready to go. But the question is, are the three of us, it's time for another edition of Scream Pop Culture Trivia. Who will win? Who will lose? How mad will Dawn get at me? All of these questions will be answered on the other side of this. It's a beautiful day.